News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. The views and opinions on this show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of WGNS, its management, other hosts, or advertisers. Good evening, everyone. Edwin Lee Raymer here with you from good old WGNS. Dalton Barrett's on the board. Always going to do a good job. And I've got two great guests here. Well, we're all just... Uh, friends to be honest about it Stephen reynolds thank goodness uh i called Stephen. i've been trying to get hold of another guest and couldn't ever get get in touch with him and about two and a half hours ago i called this man Stephen, who has bailed me out on several occasions and he agreed to join us here tonight Stephen, how are you Put me in, Coach. Uh, doing great, Ed. Uh, uh, yeah, just put me in, Coach. I'm here. I'm, and I'm, I'm he drug along another good friend of ours who has never been with me before, and I'm glad to have him here. Nobody but Mr. Andy Dickey. Andy and, and Stephen, you've got him handcuffed to the desk, so he's got to stay with us for the hour. How are you? I'm good. How was the game? Uh, better than I expected. Yeah. Uh, they they Titans put on a good show today. I, I don't think they've ever put on a show like that. I need to go I back so. into the – the record books and see yeah i mean their plays seem to be very consistent i think this is the healthiest they've been this year too i mean right. they're still very yeah. unhealthy they've got people on injured reserve and things like that my guy taylor lawan's out yeah but uh yeah i think this is the healthiest they've been all year but you saw a good game today i definitely did they played tight football not a ton right. of penalties um great great performance on the part of Tannehill and henry uh, aj brown had a heck of a day right. we were talking about before the broadcast that uh, that's the Julio Jones effect. Right. They're, they're guarding him so tight right. that yeah. that it opens up a lot of things for Mr. Brown. So I'm, yeah. pl- sure I'm pleased. Does. But they put on a great show today. Now, Stephen, our boys last night at Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> well, and some of us measure the, oh. well, uh, how many games are left in our lifetime <laughs> to beat Alabama. So it's been 15 years since Tennessee's beaten Alabama. Let me tell you, it's one of the sweetest for all the Alabama fans, and they know it's a compliment, but it's one of the sweetest victories is for Tennessee to beat Alabama. Um, We didn't do it again, but we played really strong through three quarters. But there are many teams that have had that run against Alabama. Kentucky's one. I'm I'm native of Kentucky, and of course, you know. And they, you know, it's well, just not in the card. And, for, and Kentucky against or Tennessee against Florida, yeah, it's nightmare kind of, scenario. Kind of the same thing, you know. you know. But I really think this coach has got the volunteers turned around. And I think he has. I think we're headed in the right direction, and that's all. You know, as a fan, all you can do is hope. And and and, right. and and this coach at Tennessee has given me hope again, Ed. Well, I think he has. And, you know, I'll tell you something. Like, and me and uh, Austin Maxwell, a friend of ours up here a couple weeks ago, uh, head of the Rutherford County Republican Party, by the way, but huge Tennessee fan. I said, how do you like the uniforms? And I liked the, the black. Sure. I really did. I think it's pretty sharp. And that, sure. that affects – People, it affects your players. People like that. Well, these kids, little man, twist. They yeah, they're it. kids. Yeah. You know, just a couple of them, a few of them last year were still playing in high school. Well, they want to you know. do it on PlayStation. They want it to be like sure. PlayStation. So and, they want multiple uniforms. And what a better place to go than Nayland Stadium, I'm telling you. Well, okay. it depends on how the calls go. go there, I can tell you that. how the calls go, All right, okay. Well, we're going to get started here. But for right now, Dalton, if you'll kick us off, please, sir. My name is Edwin Lee Raymer, and yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro.
And that is a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. And this is the Evan Lee Ramer Show. I'm your host, Ed Ramer. This show is produced at the studios of WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach us tonight. You can reach Andy and reach Stephen with your questions, comments at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. You can also send a text to that number, and Dalton, our producer, will be glad to read it over there for those of you who do not wish to be heard live. You can also listen to us via the Internet at wwwgnsradio.com That's wgnsradio.com And if you can still check me out on Facebook Live at the Evan Lee Raymer Show on WGNS. And this gentleman here to my left, uh, you can download WGNS app and take it with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish and listen to Stephen's podcast. Andy was with him earlier. They've recorded their show already. It'll hit uh, airwaves next Friday. Yeah, be, on, be out probably Friday, Dalton. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. Friday. Still putting them out on Friday. And uh, they talked about, I think, what we're going to talk about tonight. And that is this Ford expansion in West Tennessee, which is really, as I understand, closer to Jackson than it is Memphis, I believe. It's kind of in no man's land, Ed. They had to run a water pipe 40 miles just to get to water and sewer out there. To it. <laughs> Sounds <Yeah>. like my house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. Now, that they had already um, done this prior to the announcement. Right. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of the naysayers. That's worth pointing out that they're coming in doing the naysaying after the the party's already started. Yeah, we've it already started. spent two hundred million dollars already. Sure. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is. I understand. I have a, 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 a editorial here uh, from the Tennessean on October third, the Sunday paper, um, and this. You know, I was here when Nissan was announced, and. Andy, I don't know how old you are, but I don't know if you can remember, and I know Dalton probably can't, but this will change, again, Tennessee. and It will have a ripple effect on us all the way here in Murfreesboro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nissan changed. I mean, it was the catalyst, and yes. this place took off like a rocket, and they've been going going north ever since, you know. Right. Go ahead, Andy. Andy, we, go ahead. We, we talk about this in the podcast, and... Yeah, I think it, the long-term investments are, are important. Right. And this is $5.6 billion, the largest ever put out by Ford Motor Company. Yeah. Yeah, and if you th- if you talk to Senator Alexander about the work that went into Nissan years before the deal was done as sure. well. Right. So I think these things have a long horizon, and I'm, I'm wondering about what the next one is. That's one of the things we were talking about on the podcast. So there's right. – there's, there's this one. There's the one in Chattanooga mm-hmm. with Volkswagen. You know, we've got Spring Hill, obviously. Spring Hill, obviously. And it's you've got a, Nissan still. Nissan still. Not just the plant, but also the corporate headquarters in Williamson but, you know, County. Dalton and I were talking as y'all were, were, uh, were working on uh, your show, the podcast. And, uh, you know, the electric car, this is a whole different concept it's a whole it's a it literally is a whole new ball game it is it is ed you know those people that used to ride the horse and buggy they used to say you know that combustion engine is never gonna make it <laughs> it's never gonna take off i mean electric cars are the future people want here's the difference they're not being forced people right. want them because they're cool People, yeah, they do. People want them because they save uh, energy. Right. People want them because they're low maintenance. 
I have one because I like to go fast. One. I like to yeah. go fast. Andy so. likes to go sure, fast. Sure, okay. Yeah. Are you, no, I know what Andy likes. Andy likes to snooze while the car does itself. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, why is this not a bad thing, Ed? Progress is not a bad thing. And, and because there's a right. good, positive environmental outcome as we transition to exactly. electric cars. Exactly. Could not hit at a better time. But it's certainly not a communist agenda. Okay. Certainly not. This I is mean, the free market driving that people want to purchase these cars. Ford Motor Company's multi-billion dollar investment in Tennessee and Kentucky, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, to produce a million auto batteries a week and build electric vehicles is transformative, historic, and essential to protecting the United States national and energy security. The total investment in both states is $11 billion dollars and is in partnership with South Korea battery maker SK Innovation. Right. Uh, it amounts to, right now, it shows around 10,800 jobs in both states with more than half in Tennessee. Yeah. That's a bunch of jobs. It, not just jobs, but good jobs, Andy. Yeah, I think the, the we need to be thinking about what the jobs are going to be 20 years from now. Exactly. And I, and I think this is a part of that strategy. Right. And that's what they used to say about the Japanese. Yeah. We think about the next quarter – they look down the road the next quarter century. Mm-hmm. And now, or finally, the yeah, the mm-hmm. Chinese agreed, mm-hmm. agreed. Mm-hmm. And this is, is going to literally, I mean, and, and you can't emphasize enough, this will literally change the world. I mean, it really will. Ed, you have uh, $5 billion now from Ford. You have $2 billion committed from General Motors over in right. Spring Hill okay. to build. They're going to build that Cadillac Lyric in Spring Hill. And if you haven't seen that car yet, you should check it out. It is amazing. And then Volkswagen spent $800 million down in Chattanooga for their okay. electric car. So in less than 10 years, Ed, Tennessee workers will be at the tip of the spear on electric car production globally and reducing right. emissions globally. That, that's pretty impressive. It is to me. That's, that's big news. Like President Biden once told uh, President Obama, this is really a big deal. Well, if, you're against, if you're against electric cars, yeah, you're against you a Tennessee worker now. Yeah, you just, well, give it up. Um, yeah. I'll tell you what, we're going to go to our first series of breaks, Dalton, if that's okay. I want you to check out, if you would, please, Complete Yard Care. We do it all is their slogan. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, and, of course, your lawn's cut and mulching and landscaping. Phone him at 615-785-0384. You can check them out at www.completeyardcaretn.com. They've got a five-star ranking on Google. Stephen, I've never had any ranking on Google. <laughs> That's complete yard care. We do it all. 615-785-0384. Low maintenance landscape design. Check that out, guys. You will not regret it. Back right after this. Stay with us. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.borough.com. FamilyLegal.com. That's- Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged followed, 
give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfield Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. Welcome back, everyone. Andy Dickey's with us. Stephen Reynolds agreed to join us. Thank goodness Dalton has a caller online. I think it's Jeff. Go ahead, caller. Hello. Hello. Hello, Jeff. How are you? Pretty good. How you doing, Mr. Raymer? I'm doing fine. Oh, thanks. Well, I just wanted to ask y'all a question about this Ford. Uh, Ford, though, is, is there any other... Uh, I know they made investments in Tennessee. Is there any other states that Ford GMs made investments for the electric cars? Do you guys know? And uh, also, I, I don't know. know if you guys saw there was another uh, educator died of COVID just last week. Mm. Uh, just told you that at Walter Hill. Uh, uh, that was our seventh, I believe. Yeah, seventh. It was since right. the pandemic started. Mm. But uh, everything. I just didn't know if they did or not. But like you guys said, it's the uh, electric cars is the uh, is the future as far as the uh, you know automobile and things. And I know people right now don't, don't think it is, but it's going to be the future. It might not be in our lifetimes, but it might be in Dawson's or, or the next future. Well, I think Dalton like and I were talking earlier, Jeff, and it's ironic you say that. Dalton said the future's here. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You know? Well, look, well yeah. Jeff, good to hear from you, Jeff. And don't even bring up Alabama yesterday. And I'll see you Alabama. in Kentucky <laughs> in two weeks. I hate Alabama. Uh, I hate Crimson Red. I hate yeah. Rose Eyes. But but listen, I, I went over. Uh, Andy called me, and Andy, I want you to tell about your experience with your electric car. But Andy called me to go pick his up because there's so many ordered that right. you, that it takes months for you to get them. Okay, because okay. because you know they're that popular in Brentwood, Tennessee. The lady there at the dealership. We're not going to give them free press because they've got plenty of money. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist or an electrician to figure it out. But uh, but that lady told me when we picked up your car, Andy. They are delivering a hundred of these cars per day in wow. Brentwood, Tennessee. Yeah, that's the per peak. day. I, yeah, that's wow. the peak, and I think they could do fifty. Like consistently without batting an eye, but they they have touched a hundred. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. And I never that's and Jeff, I, Jeff, this is gonna blow your mind. I never spoke to a human, so I got the I ordered the car, I got the financing, um, I got status updates on the manufacturing of the car. I went to pick up the car. That was the first time I saw a human, and if it wasn't for the state of Tennessee requiring you signing for the registration, I wouldn't have had to talk to a human at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, I was going to say, all you got to do with finances, you just go to the bank of Stephen Mills, he's got to bank of Stephen Mills. Get you one of them good loans over here, he'll give you a good loan. He's got 15 road contracts right now. So well, I, I wish you'd quit talking about that, Jeff, uh, because I, I happen to have a loan with Stephen, and I, I'm a couple weeks behind on that. <laughs> yeah. Ste- he, might, he, might, he might give you tickets to next year's Tennessee, Alabama game. Maybe you can call him. Y'all hang in there, guys. That's good with me. Thank you, Jeff. Jeff. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, Jeff Neal, good friend of ours. But, yeah, at 100 a day, 100 a day right now. And that's just, that's just one, one That's one dealership. That's just one dealership, one dealership and one manufacturer. And what kind of car is it? What is it? Well, it yeah. It's a Tesla, yeah. Tesla. And it's not even okay. technically a dealership because you don't go in the showroom and pick one. Like, they don't keep any they inventory. They don't have cars there. So, well, yeah. you know, it started with, the, was it, the, 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 the cars sold in the vending machine type Carvana deal? thing. Carvana, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, that ain't, come on, people ain't going to buy cars that way. But pe- people are really hung up on the electric car thing, but they're changing the game all across the board. So every right. step of the experience of how you buy a car is completely changing from from what it used to be. Just based on the electric car experience, right? And the, the, it's real heavy on technology, right? I mean, it's all. Oh, yeah. Everything, it's an iPad on wheels. Yeah, right? definitely. So, I, you know, I don't really have any buttons to, to speak of. In the car, I have hazard lights that I can turn on and off. But... My, most everything goes through that through that flat panel display. So. All right, we've got another caller on the line. Okay. All right, caller, you're on the air with us. Go ahead, please. All right, thank you. Uh, I heard on the radio the other morning, these cars that drive by themselves, they're going to turn them loose. And then uh, well, people got insurance and ain't no drivers in them. That ought not be uh, done because we pay insurance and everything. And then uh, Old Farm Bureau, on account of my wife didn't have insurance, they uh, canceled my insurance because she didn't have insurance where I was at. And she had insurance with Erie. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy right there. Well, uh, you know, the state of Tennessee or right now in Texas you're talking about autonomous driving which is a little bit different than the electric vehicle itself autonomous drivers right. are robot cars that drive themselves the sure. technologies jump in leaps and bounds but these companies yeah. that do have these cars out there right now I think there's some in Texas I think there's some in Arizona they're semi trucks sure there's semi yeah, yeah. And, oh yeah, I know a guy. Mm-hmm. I know a guy's got a brand new uh, semi truck, and he can go to sleep in it and, and uh, <laughs> yeah. go anywhere he wants to. Well, I tell you, it, it's going to get to that point of you know the lack of truck drivers is driving that too. But exactly but right, these yeah. things are amazing. I it, it's hard. Yeah, but we carry insurance, and uh, they don't have to. I mean, that's not right. Uh, if we got to carry insurance, well, and they ain't got no drivers and. Well, and, uh, those vehicles, that's messed up. I agree. I but, that, but that's the only place they can do it is where they have permission from the state right now, like in Texas, like in Arizona. They don't have permission in Tennessee. You're not going to see any autonomous driving in Tennessee unless they have I mean, per- permission from the state. Now, if they have permission from the state and then there's an accident, then they're going to compensate you and in your insurance company. Sure. Let me tell you what Woodbury done. They pulled me over, and I was drinking a Diet Coke, and they told me I, I I was drinking, and they could take me to jail, and they called the paramedic, and I'm a diabetic, and I mean, my, they checked my sugar, yeah. or whatever, Yeah. and they were 14, 
and they wouldn't let me go to the flea market on a Sunday. I had to call my friend to come get me. Well, all right. Callers, or anything else? Okay. That's it. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling. We appreciate. We appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, I'm sure this, there will be some kinks to work to work out. He, the man presents a good point on the insurance deal. I mean, you, you, well, those cars are safer. I mean, the statistics Dalton show was that. telling me about it before we went on the air. He said uh, they sent six of them from New York to California. One driven by a human being. They had one issue. It was with the car that was driven by the by the guy. Yeah, he got tired. He had to go to the bathroom. He wanted yeah. something to eat. Yeah. Yeah. Think no, you robot, robots accident. don't, don't do that. They robots just, don't do that. Yeah, they yeah just I would going. be I would be short on yeah. the car insurance business. You know, if if I was yeah. having a thirty year time horizon, right. and You own some stock in in the car insurance business. I'd be thinking long and hard about do I keep it or not? <laughs> <laughs> because if you know if everything's yeah. autonomous and there's no car right. accidents, mm-hmm. I mean that there there are things that go extinct all the time. We're watching taxis go extinct right now. Right so. now, yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, I think too. On these cars, they have they have tested, 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 and retested, and this technology is second to none right now. I mean, it, well, it's and it's getting there, especially the secondary streets now. Uh, uh, Tesla once again, we're giving them free props, but their secondary roads was the was the problem before. But apparently, they're making leaps and bounds on that. It's just a really just a matter of time uh, before that happens as well. And I'm going to tell you, I'm the first guy that. That my um, uh, my wife's car's got the automatic parking. I put you push the button; it will park itself with cars all around. But I, it makes me amazing. nervous as a cat. It makes yeah. me nervous as a right. cat. But you know what? It parks it perfect every time. But there's different levels of automation too, right? right? So sure. Pe- sure. people want to talk about it as if it's all one thing. Stephen brings up a great point: is that there's fully autonomous where the car is driving itself and then there's sure. it parks itself or it, it the lane keeping technology right. that's coming on a lot of cars now yeah Our, now we've got ford here gm is here nissan is here volkswagen is here these, yes. these they're on all four corners over here in middle tennessee saturn and well each grand um, division will now yeah. have an auto plan right at least one is there anybody left in good old detroit Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Definitely. Okay. So I think that's a big misconception about De- I've spent a lot of time in Detroit. Right. I worked for a Detroit-based company for a while. And really what happened to them financially was sort of like a donut effect. Sure. So what it happened is that everyone worked in the city of Detroit, got a great pension, and then left to the suburbs. Right. And so it kind of mm-hmm. broke the financial system of how you were going to pay for all that. But everybody was still there. Right. So you had everybody who's sort of ringing in, in place, places like Bloomfield Hills and, and – uh, you know, Southfield and just the different communities, just like Murfreesboro is for Nashville or Smyrna. Sure. So, so there's still loads of people up there, loads of people working. I know um, I've got customers. I make technology for construction. I've got customers building plants left, right, and center in that part of the world. Sure. They're very much still based oh, in yeah. Detroit. So Michigan's still going to have a big, have oh, a big role. They still definitely. have a big role to play. Well, because you can't simply pick up all. You know, it's a lot of brain power. In that business, oh, yeah, exactly. You, you yeah. don't roll, ask Elon Musk; he'll tell you he didn't roll out of bed one day and just start making electric cars. It, it sure. was a lot of work, so yeah. it's not an easy thing to pick up all those people and 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 relocate them somewhere else. And right, it, families it's still, and it, tradition. Oh yeah, definitely. It's still a big part. 
it's still the center of the auto universe as yeah, far as I, I'm I, concerned. I think Memphis will, or, or the West Tennessee side will still take their orders from Michigan. I yeah, don't, I, don't I would imagine. Yeah. I would imagine. Well, it's just like Nissan did. Nissan still took their orders from Japan. That's right. And I guess do. today they still do. Still you know. do. That's so, right. And, um, and, you know, the big difference, Ed, too, is the UAW. Now, the elected officials yeah, exactly. won't talk about this, but mm-hmm. these are going to be union jobs That's that come exactly in there. Right. Um we go into further depth on this on the podcast with Andy. We talk about how the and UA- please listen to these these two on, on Stephen's podcast when you get a chance, folks. Please, and you can dial them up anytime. We can dial any of us up anytime. Our show goes on podcast as soon as we're done with it. But very good good information for you because, I'm, like I said, this is not only going to change Tennessee. This investment changes the world. That's right. That's right. It will. And 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 these are the types of jobs that Tennessee wants: advanced manufacturing exactly. jobs. We don't right. want to be the capital of bachelorette parties, Ed. Yeah, I know. We want to be yeah. the capital of advanced manufacturing. Yeah, and hauling drunks down the street and in in, in, in the back of a hay wagon. Yeah, that's right. And <laughs> hey, if it's autonomous, I, I, I'm all for it. That'll be next. We'll have autonomous tractors that'll yeah. drive. That'll be safe. No one yeah, will get run sure. over. Yeah, for sure. In fact, it needs to come with a button that I can hide them. You know, they need uh, some cloaking technology. Yeah, so I don't have technology. to look at them. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, uh, hey, yeah. Andy Dickey and Stephen Reynolds have been good enough to hang around here with us. We appreciate it. Eleven, uh, $11 billion investment between Kentucky and Tennessee. Now, the state's got to pony some money up. They do. They mentioned here $500 million. You said totally it would be like nine hundred. It's million? about 900 when they're finished with the – there's a $200 million worth of capital infrastructure that has to be done. That's your roads yeah, and your said, drainage. Yeah, uh, it said in June uh, the, the governor, uh, governor's administration announced a $52 million project for a wastewater discharge pipeline. Yeah. Okay. And there was a bit of a fuss about where that should discharge to. So right. that uh, yeah, it, this right. is yeah. a long, okay. long time in the making. Now the water wars. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. Man. Okay. More than 174 million has been invested in the 4,100 acre area. Sounds like they're going to have enough room. Uh, yeah. Since the state approved the mega site 15 years ago. Yeah. So this just didn't happen overnight. That's right. This, there's been a lot, uh, and, and it says so here. Uh, it went through uh, three governors. Governor Bredesen, yep. Governor uh, Haskins, Haslam, Haskins, Haslam, and now Governor Lee. So yes. this has been coming about for a long and time. And multiple legislatures. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 And Leader Fitzhugh was very instrumental in, in getting this off the ground and really, oh, yeah. and really yeah. pushing to keep it at the forefront of the discussion on yeah. Capitol Hill. And well. it'll be a major, major uh, changer for his community of Ripley, where he's the mayor, uh, that provides a future for the citizens of Ripley. Imagine well, that. Well, they are the they're, they're the Smyrna of like of, of, of that area now, just like Smyrna was. It changed Smyrna, Laverne. Mm-hmm. It changed us here in Murfreesboro. Oh, yeah. He said uh, he said it best. I think he said J- we just want a chance, and now we have sure. a chance. Right. Yeah. So so the the big hang up here, Ed, besides the electric cars or communist plot which is you know this craziness Uh, (laughs) Um, but you know there's a lot of pushback on 500 million dollars being contributed by the state of tennessee right i'm sure we'll have the naysayers well you do have that and there are a lot of people on both sides of the aisle that will say that you know we shouldn't be incentivizing these paying these companies to come here Right, and, and we could have know, rolled the dice. Yeah. We could have just seen if someone would have done that right. willingly. But I mean, really, this area is very the low population. You, someone was going to have to put their thumb on the scale 
if you wanted to make something like this happen. So it's really a binary choice. You Unfortunately, you're right. Yeah. It's the necessary evil. Well, you know, I think that you have to grade these things differently. Uh, uh, this, this, this many jobs, 5,000 permanent jobs in right. perpetuity, is a lot different than giving a million dollars so Costco will And we're come talking to about town. jobs yeah. that will pay eighty to dollars $120,000 a year, maybe. Full Who benefits, knows? full There's going to be quite a few of those, yeah. Yeah. Our, our children are going to retire from some of these the, jobs. The UAW has now made – they went on strike a year and a half ago to make sure that you couldn't bring in these temporary workers and abuse people by not giving them full-time status. Exactly right. And they got that done. So, so right. you're not going to have these temp workers come in that make half of what the – you know, the don't, if right. you don't like these subsidies, the only you're you're having the argument at the wrong level. You need to be having that argument at the national level. Right. So yeah. because it's states yeah. competing against states, and right. the thing that sits above that is the federal government. Right. So if you're against it, you should be lobbying lobbying Congress to to ban them, ban these incentives. Well, and you right. know, I think Andy and a lot of them we were talking about football earlier. You know, the biggest thing uh, over the last uh, 10, 15 years was the government funding these sports teams yeah. to build a two three hundred million dollar stadium yeah and in los angeles where the rams are okay the owner of that team they said we can't do it anymore we just can't as i understand it you correct me if i'm wrong mm-hmm. and this man said never mind i'll do it myself because he's a billionaire anyway right and he built an incredible stadium he owns the team he owns the stadium hey brother it's his yeah. You know, and I've got no problem with that. That is what you call free enterprise. It, it is. I mean, it's and, just like a Vanderbilt. Know. Vanderbilt Medical wants to build a $145 million state-of-the-art hospital in our community. They're not, they're not <laughs> asking know. the government for a dime. Not they're not dime. asking for a road. They're not asking for a sewer. They're just asking to hook up to what we've got. And they're going to spend $145 million of their own money. Right. But yet they're not allowed to do it. The state government says you can't do that. Yeah, and, that, and it's not like Vanderbilt just got in the hospital business a couple of weeks ago. That is government overreach. That is right. real overreach yeah. when a private entity that is in compliance can't come in and build their if facility. If you've been watching postseason baseball, you've been seeing a lot of Vanderbilt commercials geared, directed well, straight right. at Rutherford yeah. County. Right. That, that's no accident. And it's that's no, no accident. I know. And now, as I understand, St. Thomas is going. They're going away with another expansion. They're, they're building another yeah. one. I'm right. a St. Thomas guy. I've never had a problem with their service. Never, have never had any, yeah. any. Everything's been great. I'm so glad they're in our community. But wouldn't it be fantastic if we had two hospitals? But I never oh, had yes. a problem at Vanderbilt either. You right. know, right? They've always treated our families good, and you know. And, and once we, again, they're not know. asking our government for a dime. Not a penny. And so, you, just you, the right to build. Yeah, right, just the right to go in and build on land they've already purchased. So, it, so that's where the five hundred million rubs me wrong is that that we can give out to certain corporations, but we tell other companies, "Oh no, you can't even spend your own money." That's the real definition of government overreach. But that government overreach <clears throat> is confined here to Rutherford County, is it not? Well, it's the state of Tennessee that's telling Vandy they can't build their hospital. Yeah, there's a board. You have to have a, yeah, a certificate yeah. mm-hmm. that allows you to, to yeah, add It's beds. called the Certificate of Need is yeah. what it's called, and it's a very political – Well, have they seen what the projection of the numbers are that's they, going to be coming they, here in the next well, the 15, pro- The numbers years? are going two directions, right, because you have rural hospitals closing. Right, uh-huh. right. M- meanwhile, you're constricting the supply unnaturally. I don't know how they – Well, that's where they that said Medicaid sustain- expansion. Medicaid expansion, and, and Stephen, you campaigned on this – 
was good for for regional uh, you know area hospitals smaller well, county hospitals it of course them. it is i mean we're turning down a billion dollars a year ed and all of these small rural communities could certainly use it um i had uh, dr jason martin on the podcast recently he's a candidate for governor he's out of hendersonville he's an er doctor and uh, before that interview i came up with a, a number that i could not believe that recently came out ed 50 percent of the children born in this state are paid for by medicaid 50 percent 50 percent now imagine what sort of situation you have to be in to qualify for medicaid mm-hmm. yeah and is that still tied into the the 10 care program it is because you it was set out as a national bold. model at the time I believe yeah, years you ago have, it is, but you have to be in a very dire financial situation poverty. to poverty. qualify. Yeah, yeah. poverty, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, if that many kids are being born under that program, and you t- start talking about these kind of surpluses, it, it it blows your mind. Yeah, yeah. The surplus is what is always uh, you and I have talked about, and right. you know, and Andy, I think you're in agreement with that. You know, it's like. You know, we're going to fund. Uh, you know, the governor. I'm sending them sixty million dollars. Okay. They need two hundred and sixty million. Right, right. You know, sure. Now sixty million dollars to all three of us is a bunch of money. Okay, yeah, yeah I know that. And to Joe Schmo, that that's pretty good. That's a lot of money right there. No, you don't. You're not seeing the whole picture. Right. You're not seeing sure. this. And we've got. In a, in, 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 and I agree with you on the Vanderbilt thing. Look at our numbers in this county. You know what they are. The projections are. We'll have more than six hundred thousand people here by twenty thirty five. Yeah. These people get sick. These people die. You need more than one hospital. You're going to need more than just, you know. If this pandemic hasn't proved it, nothing will, though. I know. I mean, we ran out of hospitals. And no offense, no offense to the walk-in clinics. They serve a great purpose, and and we've all used them at one time or another. That's great. But think about what, just just like this forward plant will do in West Tennessee, think about what that would do for Rutherford County. You have surgeons, you have doctors, you have nurses. Exactly. And trust me, Vanderbilt pays a good living wage to their employees. I would say they probably do. I'd say they probably do. Their kids can go to Vanderbilt for a huge discount if they they qualify and want to. I mean, there's a That's a big deal. Well, they own. They also own they they own their decisions and the actions of their employees. That's another yeah. thing that they don't do is if you work at Vanderbilt, you're an employee. You're not yeah, a contractor. No subs. Right. Yeah, like yeah. like yeah. a lot of hospitals. So right. that, that says a lot to me too. Not that the others are bad. I'm just right. I don't understand why we're blocking them from this county. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. And uh and of course again, like I said, St. Thomas has announced another expansion. So they're they're free to to go ahead and do as they wish, but Vanderbilt, <laughs> and this is what I've, I've said it before. You and I've talked about this, Steve. It's not like Vanderbilt just got in the hospital business a couple weeks yeah, ago, well, right? And it's not like they're, <clears throat> you know, some B list uh, medical yeah, group either. Right. I mean, yeah. this is one of the most recognized hospitals globally in the world. In the world. I think that St. Thomas concept is pretty interesting. That neighborhood hospital that we're oh, yeah. that, that we're right. talking about here. Yeah. I also think that's quite interesting that that they're to make the the care spread out a bit more. And, and you know, as you get older, it, minutes can that's can mean it. your life if you that's have a heart exactly attack right. or something like that. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how that changes the health of the of the Murfreesboro community and there. Especially, I mean, I live on the west side, and they're building these things on the west side. So I'm looking forward to seeing sure. how it okay. how it all plays out. Yeah, right. It, it's a it's another game changer, Ed. It's just it's just like uh, Spring Hill and G- General Motors spending two billion to build their electric cars over there and their battery plant over there. These are game changers, and we have to start looking forward. A lot of people listen. I'm a native. Andy, you're a native right. from Nashville. 
We're natives. We've seen it change. It's going to continue to change, everyone. You're not going to stop the progress, no matter how hard you try. Electric cars are coming. People want to live in Tennessee. Uh, these things are going to happen. It's important and, to be con- offer constructive feedback about how we progress together. Sure, right? and he said but, it right but, here in this article, Andy. <laughs> U.S. energy policy is shifting toward an electric auto future. Well, what it That's does it. is it decouples us from these places that that we lose people. Yeah, sure. And we get into conflicts and those sort of things. And so it doesn't. You never fully. De- we live in a global community. You're never fully decoupled, but it does change the nature of our relationship. It does. And many yeah, many right. believe in a positive way. You know, if we don't yeah, if we don't sure. rely on you, then 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 we can choose to be friends rather sure. than than right. being this kind of relationship that we have been with fossil fuels. Right. Right. Yeah, we're where not it's, fighting wars in the Middle East anymore, to, so that we can fuel our SUVs. Sure, right. Yeah, yeah. And the electric cars are just—I uh, spoke with a man just just this past week. He paid for a certain pickup, seventy thousand mm-hmm. dollars for that truck. Sure. To be decked out, their top of the line model, same truck, one hundred twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars for a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. Folks, I didn't put $120,000. I barely put $70,000. I built my house 25 years ago. I mean, it's nice. It's ranch style. It's brick, you know. This is the classic classic definition of a first world problem, Ed. Yes. (laughs) I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and when we were talking about the hospitals, I can't help but sit here and think about these small rural communities in Tennessee. And here we are talking about a second and a third hospital here in Rutherford County. Right. And I can't help but think about those folks that are out there that don't have, exactly once right. again, these first world problems. We are blessed to have these problems that we're having right now. We just have to we're, we're go about it the right go way. Go about it the right Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it, it is just beyond me. Again, the Vanderbilt situation. Uh, <laughs> yeah. God. Well, hopefully that will you know. change. I, I hope well, that Well, it's not changes. a – you know, it's not a closed book. They they have reapplied for – and they they've have. changed their plans a little bit, and they've reapplied, and hopefully and I, and that I, the board will, will grant them that certificate. Well, of the beauty part is, is, is there are many citizens here just like us who say, you know, hey – we want this. We need this. Yeah. You know. Uh, we, you know. Well, once again, when someone's r- willing to risk $140 million of yeah. their own money, sure. Um, you know, as long as they're not polluting and disturbing or destroying the community around them, we, you know, I mean, that's really hard to get in the way. Yeah, and every day that ticks by, you know, the, a project's uh, never right. as cheap as it was yesterday. Right. So it every, never is. Yeah. And in this day and time, Andy, yes, that, I mean, you're talking about that can click up by next year to 150 million. I mean, yeah. the cost of labor, product, uh, uh, materials, yeah, everything. Yeah. Let's talk is about going that. Up, Ed. Let's you know. talk about inflation. A lot of people uh, love the fact that we live in a capitalistic society, but they hate the fact that we have inflation. That that's the only system that that inflation exists. Right. It's supply and demand, right, Andy? It is. Exactly right. We don't. All these factories have been disrupted. The supply chain has been disrupted, and, and so, it doesn't take much either. I mean, we you don't have to sort of have twenty percent swings in, in right. supplies of raw sure. material. Five can do it. Three can do it sure. at the right time in the right way. So well, it goes it's very back, sensitive. It right. goes back to something we've been talking about the whole pandemic, which is this just-in-time delivery and the. 
right the way yeah. that we used to do inventories in this country and how we uh, how the pandemic caught up to us basically right uh, you know we should have had warehouses full of toilet paper you know <laughs> so there was never a shortage of toilet paper okay That's exactly right <laughs> but we don't because yeah. it's just in time, right? So right, they're going to make right. it as the orders come in to keep costs down. I think you're going to see a lot of that change in the future because uh, Andy made a point on the podcast. Uh, American businesses and business owners are realizing how important it is to come back to America and reinvest here, even though they know it's going to cost them more money. Right. But they understand that if they can't get the components to build their product, then they're at the mercy of the well, rest of the Well, here's the thing, too. And, and you hear a lot of successful people. Warren Buffett. Hey, always bet on America. Yeah, I do, too. Always too. bet on America. Yeah. it's um, You hear many successful politicians. Hey, I'll take I'll take those American dollars. Yeah. I'll, I'll bet on them. You know, yeah. right. we've hit some bumps and humps. And right. politically, we're going through a bunch of them right now. Sure. But we'll come out the other side. Yeah. And well, let's hope so, Ed. Let's hope so. Well, let's hope okay. No more I'm trying to just be honest. Like I'm trying to yeah. just be positive will, about Ed. it. No, you know? you're yeah. right. We will, Ed. But people had better wake up and see what's going on. That's true. That's true. You know? And uh, well, this, this and it's is okay. not this is It's okay if you want something and can't get it, too. I yeah. think maybe right. we should relearn that a little bit as well. Yeah, like, that's kind of good, right? Right. You know, and I mean, you know, and just in calling – I mean, and, and a man that was a former president can't calling people names and. Well, and that's what know. we got to get away from it is is hating each other, hating people with different ideas, letting the extremist rule the day. Right, we've got yeah. to get past that, and that's on both sides of the aisle. It doesn't matter where well, you know the extreme is extreme. We don't live in a world of absolutes. And you know, and that's where I have so much respect. And Andy, I think you know this. I've said it right here on this broadcast several times. Stephen, you know that. I'm not blowing any smoke. You, you don't need any. You don't need any more money, like Jeff said. You've got all kinds of money. Uh, I mean, if you want to make a change, if you feel that way about it, go put your name on a ballot. You did it twice. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I see these people at some guys' rallies that they have. Mm-hmm. Obscene gestures, and I mean, they're putting it on T-shirts and wearing it on their caps. Yeah, those were that. for sale at the Titans game today on the pedestrian bridge. Mm-hmm. You got to be kidding me, man! Not at all. Okay. Not at all. It was it was pretty bad. Yeah, not, uh, not family friendly. So I take it you didn't invest any money in I, that. Yeah, I did not. I kind of know not. that. But here's what, I mean, they go and it's let's have oh it's fun. This is just fun. Right. It's just fun. You campaign twice. Andy was out there with you. I've been with you on a couple. You know, I mean, not like you. I mean, you you and Shelly hit the road hard. I didn't see anybody having fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were all glad we, we enjoyed being around yeah, each did. other. Don't we get did. me wrong. Yeah. But it wasn't a party. This is not. This is a lot of hard work. I mean, if you're out there in July and August and even September, and it's 100 in the shade, uh, you even lost weight. Well, you've and you're got, a thin guy. Yeah, dude. I mean, well, I mean, it, it's a fact. I mean, you've got, is, yeah. you've got having want, fun. Yeah. Yeah, no, you've I, got to want change, Ed, and you've got to provide the example for change. And I, and I think the good thing, too, is we all have friends that believe differently than we do. True. They're still our friends. We've survived through all of this, even though we think some of them may be a little crazy now. But we've survived through all of this, and, and, and we've got to keep going forward together. The, uh, um, on the podcast, we talk about this. 67% of Republicans 
And 45% of Democrats right now wish that there were two countries, Ed. They wish that we could live in two countries. Oh, for goodness. And there's nothing more un-American to me than saying that. <laughs> I would agree. I yeah, that. you know. And yeah. it's not even practical. How would we even go? We talked about yeah, this. Yeah. How would I think we even they go tried that, that back in 1860-something. that had what was called yeah, a yeah, civil they, war, I believe. Yeah, but they didn't have the internet. So where's <laughs> right, the border? Right, they didn't have the research. <laughs> where's the border on the internet? Yeah, right. We're going to go to our last serious break so I can get our good friend Dalton Barrett in here. He's around here somewhere. There he is. Complete yard care, low-maintenance landscape design. Check that out, folks, because I've got it at my house. It's great. Uh, their their slogan is, we do it all. Lawns, cut, mulchings, landscaping, and retaining walls. These retaining walls are beautiful. Check out his website at completeyardcaretn.com. That's completeyardcaretn.com, where he has a five-star ranking on Google. And you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Again, Complete Yard Care, we do it all. Check out those retaining walls. Look at the website. They've got a very nice web website, and those walls are beautiful. But the low-maintenance landscape design is the greatest thing that these guys do, I'm telling you. Complete Yard Care, 615-785-0384. Back with you right after this. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.burrow.com. FamilyLegal.com. That's Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's PIofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Muller's Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. <laughs> All right, and we are back. Thank you, Dalton. Appreciate it. 
Uh, Stephen, Andy, thank you both for being up here tonight. I know you were already here. You do the podcast now, but thank you. Well, I thank really you, appreciate Andy. this. Thank you so much. Um, and to all of you that are listening uh, in Southern Kentucky, uh, thank you. Ted Esker, Sharon Porterfield, all of you. Who else? Let's just see. Let's thank some of our people. Ted is, and who else? I don't know who all. Great day. Eric Crow. Thank you, Eric. Uh, You're getting blown up over there, Ed. Yep, oh, Ed. All the uh, we get quite no, the local we get celebrity. Everybody, yeah, no, forget that. But uh, uh, we get them. Uh, a lot of my family listens in southern Kentucky. And, uh, sure. of course, there are people. We had uh, uh, Lori that works with me. Uh, her son was in Germany. Well, he's still there. And... Uh, it was amazing. I think their time over there was like 6 a.m. when we went on the air at that mm-hmm. time. And he'd get up and put on the internet and listen to his mother. Yeah. Around the world. Yeah. All the way on the other side of the world. Really I mean, cool. it's just unbelievable. Yeah. And so, and I was thinking about that one day, Wolf Blitzer, when he goes on the air. Thank you to all of our viewers here in the, here in the United States and around the world. And I thought, you know, he's right there. We are capable. Yeah, People may be listening to us around the world right they now. Very, we, they very well could be. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So. But this, uh, we have, folks, we have been talked about, and I want you to listen to Stephen and Andy on Stephen's podcast because these two guys know what they're talking about. Uh, we were going to discuss, I wanted to discuss the filibuster. We don't have time to get into that now. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds riveting. I'm, ex- I'm excited. Show, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you're just doing cartwheels. <laughs> yeah. I mean,. Can you tell us what a filib- how this thing well, works? In a, can you tell? It? I mean, it's so complicated I, I because I do go. not know. I so don't the, know. I, I can take a stab. Go at ahead. It. I go ahead, so Andy. Anytime you have one of these bodies, you have uh, what's called parliamentary rules, and they're just a framework for how we conduct a meeting. Right. So it, the meeting could be Congress, or it could be a local, uh, you know, board meeting for a, a charity. Right. So okay, the, that's right. the the leading. Sort of source for that's Robert Rules of Rules of Order. Robert Rules of Order. Yeah, so you can just do this, don't do that. This is okay. This is not okay. And the filibuster is just an exploitation of that. If right. you can get the record open and keep it open, then you can't vote. So if you know right. if you're taking public comments or if you're taking, you know, debate on the floor, if you can open the debate and leave the debate open, then you can never have a vote on it. Right. Okay. And that's but all it is. Here's what I'm talking to, about. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Democrats have a majority in the Senate. Well, <laughs> wait a minute. They did have. Uh, jumping Joe Manchin got in the in the in the mix because you had the vice president. There was you know. Even don't, it, don't forget about Miss Cinema too. So mm-hmm. oh, I was trying. Intuition. <laughs> I got a headache now. Uh, so what, you're you're wondering how can this happen if, if one right. group has the majority? Well, each body has its own rules for how they operate, right? So our own Murfreesboro City Council has true a rule that you can speak for three minutes if you're a member of the public. That's a rule. Mm-hmm. So it's a combination of parliamentarian procedure and, and the, the senate rules and the rules of that body and, and who's and, in control of the rules at that time correct and mm-hmm. then so if and then they're feeling bad because they're like oh if i do this then i then, you know if we remove it then i can't use it later when i'm in the minority right as well. concerned about yeah. the future right. That's right so and and that that's a valid argument to say hey you know but here's here's the thing they took away the whole what you had to do to filibuster is you had to take the floor and once you stopped talking that was that it that was it yeah, you had to continue on. Yeah. So now you can do it procedurally. But now you can do it procedurally. You say, well, I'm just going to filibuster that. And so no one has to talk. No one has to stand on the floor with 
obscure it's facts. It's like the Ollie Ollie Oxen Free for a bunch of old people that, yeah. that yeah. are in the okay. city. Now, yeah. what about what was mentioned, I've heard mentioned, the nuclear option? Now, well, what, that, that, that would be to eliminate it altogether, right? right? right. Which, right. which okay. the budget reconciliation is different, and the Senate rules on that, too, are different from the filibuster. But basically, I think the, the, what's going to happen is they're going to make them go back to the old way. If you remember, Rand Paul stood on the floor, on the Senate floor one night for 27 hours. Right, yeah. So, and then once it was done, guess what? They had a vote on the issue. Mm -hmm. But now you can just, you don't have to do that. You can just declare a filibuster. You can just declare a filibuster instead of going on the floor and once again quoting obscure facts for 27 hours that no one reading cares the phone about book. right yeah reading the phone you can do anything book. read the bible whatever it's you want to do it's just a delaying sure. technique or a way to stop legislation did i just happening. date myself by saying read the phone book into a microphone <laughs> yeah, right, right. Right. Yeah. maybe a little bit in, in yeah. 2021 i'm yeah, sorry maybe the only the man kids. in rutherford county who still has a rotary dial phone in his house <laughs> yeah, folks yeah, this yeah, is right. him and a phone book yeah and he thinks it's neat <laughs> but there's these odd and so i don't know what's going to happen there yet there's these right. odd things with the filibuster and which way mansion will go and cinema and these moderates how all that happens but you know there's other things happening too ed the one that's blowing me away right now is the state of tennessee is trying to nullify the federal government which we have tried that oh. and fought a civil war over right then yeah. we had the civil rights movement where folks unfortunately states in the south wouldn't recognize black people as right. human beings Understood. And they're built in American citizens. And so we had to, the federal government had to impose its will then. Sure. And for some crazy reason, now the folks in Tennessee think that they can override the federal government. That's what the special session is. And the local is going government, right too. And the local government. They, right. They don't want to listen to the feds or the guys down on the street. So they're basically just telling everybody, hey, listen to me. I have all the answers. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Only I alone Only can fix I it. Only yeah. can fix I, it, I, I, right? I, I'll, I'll please. Okay. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, but as a as a regular yeah. person, though, Ed, how do you choose to, who to listen to? You right. know, if the governor right. of the state's yeah. telling you, don't listen to the president, don't listen to your local school, right. board, school, right. board, school board, listen right. to me, right. then, you know, I don't think he wants to compare resumes with some of these people on the school boards or, or the president. Or the president. Right. Yeah. right. I mean, you know, yeah. it's no. just – it boggles the mind. Why? Why are we accepting him as our supreme leader? Why, well, why should this, I choose him? This is yeah, something. Right, and right. Claire Maxwell, who's been up here before, and actually her husband Austin was with us a couple of weeks ago, and because he had served in Afghanistan. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I wanted someone up here that had been there. I've never been to Afghanistan. I don't know anything about the situation. Austin did. He's been there. He he, he was wounded there. Okay. Mm-hmm. But and Claire sits on the Rutherford County School Board. And thank goodness we have not had the mess that took place, for example, in Williamson County. Fighting in the parking lot we and all that. We came close. And yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I was told uh, that, you know, the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office told them before the meeting started, said, you're free to stand up and, well, they give them three minutes to speak or whatever. If you're signed up, you got your three minutes. Anyone that even opens their mouth will be escorted by a Rutherford County deputy out that door and off the premises. Uh-huh. And sure. that's not heavy-handed, by the way. No, it should be no. that should be pointed out. You can't do that in the it U.S. Senate. It should be common right. sense. Even if you're a member, it right. should be common courtesy, Andy. But I mean, even you know. think about that for a second. Those people were upset, and you know, I heard on social, I read on social media, they were saying that they're being singled out. And this, no, you, no, if you're a member of the, you're a U.S. senator, you cannot do that. Right. right. These are right. 
the usual rules for a meeting like that. Agreed. So they, right. they just, if they're upset, they're just upset because they have to abide by the rules we all have to abide by. So And we're supposed to abide by. And, and Correct. That's, that's what makes all of this so disappointing to me, Ed. We're in our fourth special session in Nashville. We uh, Each special session, I forgot how many hundreds of thousands it cost per day. Uh, it's thirty something thousand dollars a day. Okay, all right. right. We had one earlier in the year over education. That was to right. try to divert public tax funds to private schools. That's all. That's all that was. Mm-hmm. I'm just being honest. Exactly right. We had the second one for Ford. The third one for um, to to the, overrule the OSHA rules. I mean, right. Really, and that's then another one. Well, I talked to, to overrule uh, the local uh, officials a little over a week yeah. ago on a Thursday night. I talked to our state senator uh, Shane Reeves. Shane, yeah. of course, is our uh, state senator for. Uh, and he lives here in Murfreesboro, and we were at a, a function together, he and his wife and me and my wife. And he said, oh, we've got this special session coming up. And he said, you know, uh, this one I think was over COVID or so, the mask thing yeah. or something yeah. like whatever it was. Let me tell you, and, and Shane's a reasonable man. He's what, just he's tired of it. He too. wasn't real enthused. That's no, he's hear, not. Ed. He's not really excited. I hope about he's it. speaking up. Let's see how he moves. on Capitol Hill. I know, but but that's but good he to said hear. I just you know, and uh, we talked about the vaccine. Of course, Shane is a pharmacist. Yeah, yeah, and uh, just you know, Doctor Brian Terry's <laughs> a doctor. Yeah, I mean, you no, know, I mean, I, it, listen. These guys watching these guys walk it is like oh, it's like watching them walk a minefield because we yeah. know they know better. Well, I mean, but these are common sense cases. This right. doesn't take. I mean, we're right. three guys sitting here talking. I mean, you know, right? This is just common sense, and it's common. I, I'm gonna tell you, it's common courtesy too. Well, know, that seemed to have been just kicked out the door over the last four or five. We've years. got to return to that. I, I agree, but but you know what they're doing in Nashville right now, trying to overturn OSHA. I just don't see the benefit yeah. because we know nullification doesn't work. We right. know that we're part of a federal uh, union, sure. and they know this too. They it's, know this. Too. They know it. it's political yeah. theater. Yeah. Political. So theater, so sure it's just is. performative theater. Always has been. Always has been. Always well, yeah. It's not for me though. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't. I won't right. be buying a ticket to that. Yeah. Uh, Andy Dickey. Stephen Reynolds has been our guest tonight. Thank you all so much. I really mean that. Thank you, Andy, for your first trip out. Thank Thanks you so much. Me. You can, uh, Stephen, you take off the cuffs now. We're getting ready to go. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. For the Emily Raymer Show, I'm Ed Raymer. I'll catch you. Have a great week, and I'll catch you down the road. Good night. Right.